الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلله فلا هادي له ونشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد أن سيدنا ونبينا ومولانا محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله تعالى عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وبارك وسلم تسليما كثيرا كثيرا أما بعد فأعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ألم تر إلى الملأ من بني إسرائيل من بعد موسى إذ قالوا لنبي لهم بعث لنا ملكا نقاتل في سبيل الله وقال تعالى لقد كان في قصصهم عبرة لأولي الألباب صدق الله مولانا العظيم وبلغنا رسوله النبي الأمين الكريم ونحن على ذلك لمن الشاهدين والشاكرين والحمد لله رب العالمين Throughout the Quran Majid Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has related different incidents and episodes of various nations of the past various anbiya alayhimu salam of the past and these narratives, these incidents are there 
not just for pastime, not just for storytelling. But as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala outlines towards the end of Surah Yusuf, that in all these incidents, in all these narratives, lies great lessons for the intelligent one. That the purpose for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala making mention of all these incidents is for us to draw a lesson, for us to take ibarat, to understand the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And amongst the many incidents that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of in the Qur'an Majid. One such incident is the incident of Talut and Nabi Shamil alayhi salam. The famous incident that we, in English, which we normally equate to David and Goliath. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of this entire incident, what transpired before that, what was the background to this entire incident and situation unfolding. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that, أَلَمْ تَرَ إِلَى الْمَلَئِ مِنْ بَنِي إِسْرَائِيلَ مِنْ بَعْدِ مُوسَى But haven't you, haven't you heard, haven't you seen that group of the Banu Israel after the demise and after the passing on of Nabi Musa alayhi salam. As we all know that Nabi Musa alayhi salam, that he was one of the greatest anbiya alayhi salam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed with the Torah, blessed with direct communion with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So after the passing away of Nabi Musa alayhi salam, and as was the case in every ummah of the past, that with the passing away of that Nabi, then the condition of the deen of that nation gradually deteriorated, decreased, and similar was the case of the Banu Israel. That with the passing away of Nabi Musa alayhi salam, Several other Anbiya salam followed after him. But then there was a decline in the deen of the Banu Israel until they became open sinners defiantly breaking the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And eventually a time came where the series of Anbiya salam, which was enjoyed by the Banu Israel that terminated and that ceased. And then this struck the Banu Israel very greatly. It had a great impact on them. But now they realize that now for a long period of time, no Nabi has come to us. And then as far as their situation of life was concerned, they were seeing and witnessing for themselves that we are no more on the straight path. And not only that, but previously when they were on, when they were firm on deen, then they very easily overpowered their enemies. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed them to defeat their enemies. And together with that, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed the Banu Israel with the tabut, with the sacred box. And this tabut contained relics of the various anbiya such as the staff of Nabi Musa as well as the staff of Hazrat Harun and several other relics of other anbiya and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had placed a lot of barakat and blessing in this tabut. That whenever the Banu Israel went out to war against their enemies, then they would take this tabut the sacred box, having this good hope, having taking it as a good omen, that through the barakat of these relics of the Anbiya salam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant us victory. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed them to gain victory in this way. But then as they continued on that path of evil, and that defiant path of breaking the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allowed one of their enemies, the Amaliqa, who were very huge in size, very powerful, that one of the wars, they overpowered the Banu Israel and they captured this tabut. And now the Banu Israel were suffering with any war that they entered into thereafter. They were not winning, they were being defeated, they were being overpowered. Unlike before that. And a time came that where they realized that now we need to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And a Nabi needs to come to us to put us back onto the straight path. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saw their earnestness, saw their sincerity. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then allowed Nabi Shamil alayhi salam 
to be born in the Banu Israel. And then when he made his appearance and when he was granted nubuwwat and the people accepted him as the Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So then they told him that fair enough we have a guide for our deen. But now we require a leader for our entire nation. But now who will lead us to go against our enemies, to fight against our enemies? So they put that request forth to Nabi Shamil alayhi salam. But إِذْ قَالُوا لِنَبِيِّ اللَّهُ مُبْعَثْ لَنَا مَلِكًا نقاتل في سبيل الله. So they came to Nabi Shamil alayhi salam telling him that appoint a Nabi, appoint a king, a leader for us. So he will then lead us to fight against our enemies. And then we will go out in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Nabi Shamil alayhi salam understanding the predicament, the situation of the Banu Israel, that knowing their nature, how obstinate they are, that initially they would make very big claims. But then when the time comes, for them to sacrifice their lives, then they would back off. And this was the same situation of the Banu Israel during the time of Nabi Musa alayhi salam. So Nabi Shamil alayhi salam told them, قَالَ هَلْ عَسِيْتُمْ إِنْ كُتِبَ عَلَيْكُمُ الْقِتَالُ أَلَّا تُقَاتِلُوا That perchance, if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then ordains jihad and fighting upon you, then you would back out and you would not go ahead and fight. So they responded and said, قَالُوا وَمَا لَنَا أَلَّا نُقَاتِلَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ so they responded and said that why shouldn't we go out and fight? We have all reason to fight. That our enemies overpowered us. They pushed us out of our homes. And we have lost our sons, our children. When that nation of the Amalika overpowered the Banu Israel, when they took many of the youngsters, many of the people as captives. So they told Nabi Shamil alayhi salam, that we have all reason to go out and fight. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they after explains that Nabi Shamil alayhi salam, told them, after telling them and they responded, that قَالُوا وَمَا لَنَا أَلَّا نُقَاتِلَ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ وَقَدْ أُخْرِجْنَا مِنْ دِيَارِنَا وَأَبْنَائِنَا فَلَمَّا كُتِبَ عَلَيْهِمُ الْقِتَالُ تَوَلُّوا إِلَّا قَلِيلًا مِنْ But eventually, when the time of the crunch really came, then very few of them remained behind. Majority of them then turned their backs against Nabi Shamil alayhi salam. Alama Qurtubi rahimahullah, the famous Mufassir, he explained that the reason for this is that the Banu Israel were very comfortable in the lifestyle that they were leading. And for years on end, they continued living in that lifestyle. And now when the time came for them to sacrifice their wealth, to sacrifice their lives, then did they realize what was the reality of the claim that they made. But they very boldly made that claim that we will go out and fight. But when the real time came and they realized what was required of them, then they backed off. And this serves as a great lesson for each one of us. That presently the crisis that the ummah is undergoing Nobody needs any explanation to you. And it is the desire of every believer that we should have such a leader for the entire ummah who will be able to guide every Muslim and every reciter of the kalima la ilaha illallah. For we find that whichever so-called Islamic and Muslim governments we have, every one of them has let down the ummah. And this is the cry of every person. That we should have such a leader who will take us forward and show us the path of progress. But when we are have, when we would be making that call, for a leader, then we need to inspect our lives, that we are making the call for a leader. But when that leader will make a call to us, that now it is time for you to sacrifice, will we be ready to sacrifice our lives, to lay down our lives, to give our to give up our properties, to give up our wealth, or will we be the same as the Banu Israel and say that we cannot come out we cannot sacrifice, we are too weak. So before making bold claims, we need to inspect our lives. That way, whether we are firm on deen, whether we are 
firm on the teaching of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam or not. But nonetheless, Nabi Shamil alayhi salam made dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala revealed to Nabi Shamil alayhi salam that there is a particular person in the Banu Israel and he has all the capabilities of being a Nabi. And this person turned out to be Talut. So Nabi Shamil alayhi salam informed the Banu Israel وَقَالَ لَهُمْ نَبِيُّهُمْ إِنَّ اللَّهَ قَدْ بَعَثَ لَكُمْ طَالُوتَ مَلِكًا But now he explained to them and he announced to them Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has appointed Palut as your leader and as your king. So the Banu Israel again, their obstinate nature, their stubborn nature, always questioning things. And this again, we should ask ourselves that are we such that we very easily and immediately do we accept the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or first we question it. That why is this haram? Why has this been made ob- obligatory and farz on us? Why is this certain aspect of being so difficult? So do we have such a questioning and inquiring attitude or are we such that immediately we say سَمِعْنَا وَأَطَعْنَا that we accept and we obey O Allah whatever the command, whatever the decision may be it is your final and ultimate decision that we will lay down our lives to the Banu Israel they responded and said أَنَّا يَكُونُ لَهُ الْمُلْكِ that how can he be given kingship and rulership over us for this person Talud he was not from the family or from the lineage of the Anbiya alayhim salam and nor was he from the lineage of those people who were the rulers of the Banu Israel he was just from one of the simple families of the Banu Israel and likewise in the community amongst the Banu Israel he was not someone who was influential he was not someone who was well known according to some narrations he was a channel but yes Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had blessed him with a lot of knowledge with wisdom and with understanding and this is what a leader requires that he needs to understand the dictates and the commands of deen and he needs to have proper foresight and understanding and wisdom and both coupled together the knowledge of deen and proper foresight and understanding this will then pave the way for him to be making proper decisions for the entire nation that he will be ruling over. So the Banu Israel then said قَالُوا أَنَّا يَكُونُ لَهُ الْمُلْكُ مُلْكُ عَلَيْنَا وَنَحْنُ أَحَقُّ بِالْمُلْكُ وَلَمْ مِنَ الْمَالِ that he hasn't been given a lot of wealth he is not a wealthy person. So how can he be given this position? So Nabi Shamil alayhi salam responded and said, that, Inna Allah that this is the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah has decided that he be the king and the ruler over you. So there is no need for you to now ask questions. That you wanted a king, you wanted a ruler. Allah has appointed a ruler. And over and above that, وَزَادَهُ بَسْقَةً فِي الْعِلْمِ وَالْجِسْمِ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has endowed him with immense knowledge and also with bodily physique that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed him with physical strength as well so that strength will also be to his advantage that knowledge would also be to his advantage and then Nabi Shamil alayhi salam made it clear to them Wallahu yu'ti mulkahu that kingship sovereignty that is the prerogative of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala he grants it to whomsoever he wishes at times it is given to a zalim to an oppressor at times it is given to a just ruler this is the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen Nabi Shamil alayhi salam to rule over you to accept the decision Wallahu wasi'un alim and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is one who is expansive when it comes to his wisdom to his knowledge and he is all knowing so there is no need for you to ask any question. And then Nabi Shamil alayhi salam went on 
further to explain to them. For they said that fine, if this is the decision of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we are not wanted to be asking questions, then show us a sign that he is the Nabi of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So Nabi Shamil alayhi salam responded and said that وَقَالَ لَهُمْ نَبِيُّهُمْ إِنَّ آيَةَ مُلْكِهِ أَنْ يَأْتِيَكُمُ التَّابُوتِ فِي سَكِينَةٌ مِّنْ رَبِّكُمْ وَبَقِيَّةٌ مِّمَّا تَرَكَ آلُ مُوسَى وَآلُ هَارُونَ تَحْمِلُهُ الْمَلَائِكَةِ إِنَّ فِي ذَلِكَ لَآيَةً لَكُمْ إِنْ كُنْتُمْ مُؤْمِنِينَ So then he tells them that the sign of him being the king appointed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is that miraculously the tabood which you had lost because of your sins and your gunas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will send it back and it will be brought back by the malaika and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then miraculously allowed the tabood to be brought back Time is almost up. You will have to just go very quickly through this incident. So the tabut was then brought by the malaika. And when the Banu Israel saw this, then immediately they surrendered and they accepted that Talut is their king. Now came for the time for them to go out and fight against their enemies, against the Amalika, against the other enemies. So Nabi Talut, so Talut who was the king, he put together the army who numbered approximately 80,000. And then he told them that now we will be marching forward to fight against our enemy. And this is what you had requested. يُقَاتِلْ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ That we will fight against our enemies. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَلَمَّا فَصَلَ طَالُوتُ بِالْجُنُودِ قَالَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ مُبَتَلِيكُمْ بِنَهَا So now they all got ready. And before departing, Talut who was the king, so he received either inspiration, either through wahi that was sent to Nabi Shamil alayhi salam. He then passed on the message to the Banu Israel that now we will be going forward, we will be marching forward. But there will be a test. A test of what? a test of temptation. And this test of temptation will be in the form of a river. That now whilst marching on, you will be suffering with thirst. But when we come and cross that river, the test is for you not to drink of that river. Don't take out any water. So he explained to them beforehand that this is the test that you will be facing. And those who pass the test, they will remain with the army. Those who do not pass the test, they will then turn back and cowardice will overcome them. And they will not be able to continue with the army. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that he announced to them that إِنَّ اللَّهَ مُغْتَلِيكُمْ بِنَهَابٍ فَمَنْ شَرِبَ مِنْهُ فَلَيْسَ مِنِّي He tells them that whomsoever drinks from the, the water of that river, that he cannot be part of this army anymore. وَمَنْ لَمْ يَطْعَمْهُ فَإِنَّهُ مِنِّي And who does not taste of that river, then he will be part of us. But yes, there will be some relaxation. إِلَّا مَنْ اِغْتَرَفَ غُرْفَةً بِيَدِ The most that you can do is take a single scoop and just drink that to satisfy your thirst. But nothing more than that. So he made that announcement and they continued. And this is similar to our lives, that we also want to vanquish and defeat our enemy. One is the enemy of, that we have in the form of shaitan, the enemy that we have in the form of nafs, and then the enemies that we have in the form of the disbelievers who are waging war against us. The greatest enemies are the enemies of shaitan and that of nafs. And we will also have to pass this test. That if we want to defeat the enemies of nafs and shaitan, then we will have to fight against our temptations. That there will be temptations that will be inviting us towards vice, towards wrong. Look at this haram, listen to this haram. Engage in this haram. As long as we fail in these tests, we will never be able to be an, an ummah that will be able to overpower in our enemies. But once we overpower, once we prove ourselves, we prove our metal in all these tests, the tests of temptations, the tests of haram, and we will be able to subdue our desires, and we will be able to overpower shaitan, then no matter who that enemy may be, whatever equipments they may have, 
at their disposal, whatever resources they may have at their, dispo- at their disposal. But when we will be firm upon our deen and go against all our temptations, then that will be the recipe for the success of the entire ummah. Nabi Shamil alayhi salam tells them, إِلَّا مَنِ اغْتَرَفَ غُرْفَةً فَشَرِبُوا مِنْهُ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا مِنْهُ Now came the time that they came right to the river and most of them were unable to hold themselves back except for a few. According to some narrations from that entire army of 80,000, 74,000 drank of the river. It was just 6,000 that were left. And according to other narrations, not 6,000 were left but only 313 individuals were remaining. The number of the Sahaba of Badr and the rest of them they were unable to continue for they drank of the river. فَشَرِبُوا مِنْهُ إِلَّا قَلِيلًا مِنْهُمْ فَلَمَّا جَاوَزَهُ هُوَ وَالَّذِينَ آمَنُوا مَعَا Now when they crossed that river, those thousands who drank from that water, how would this overcame their heart? And they told Nabi Shamil alayhi salam and they told Talut, لَا طَاقَةَ لَنَا الْيَوْمَ بِجَالُوتَ وَجُنُوبِ That today we have no power to fight against Jalut and his enemies and his army, that we will be overpowered. So cowardice overcame their heart. But that handful of few individuals who proved the test and they did not drink from it, or they drank very little. Those who were certain who had yaqeen that one day we will have to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is what is required from each one of us to have that certainty of death, that time is soon to come. When each one of us will have to leave this world, we will have to leave that lag- those luxuries, that entertainment that we enjoy, the temptations that we fall for, that these are all short-lived. A greater opportunity lies ahead for us. And if we fe- keep our focus on that, that one day we will have to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, then this will make it very easy for us to fight against our temptations and our desires. But if we become oblivious and if we become negligent of the fact that we will have to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala one day, answer for our actions, render an account for all our actions and our deeds, then it will be very difficult for us to fight against our temptations and our desires. We have forgotten of the Akhirah, we have forgotten of Qiyamah, we have forgotten of Jannat and Jahannam. So there is nothing for us to work for, nothing for us to strive for. It is just the temptations that we see before our eyes. So this group of individuals who had that yaqeen that we will be meeting Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they spoke out and told the rest of them, that kam min fi'atin qalila. غَلَبَتْ فِئَةً كَثِيرَةً بِإِذْنِ اللَّهِ But how many small groups one day who overpowered multiple and large groups of people through the permission and through the decree of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That this is only through the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That if we remain firm, if we stand to our ground, keep our focus and our nazar to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make it as if a walk over for us. وَاللَّهُ مَعَ الصَّابِرِينَ And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala explained and they said, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with those who persevere and those who exercise sabr. Time has already run out. The next part of the incident is how Dawood alayhi salam eventually killed Jalud. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala granted victory to the Banu Israel. But the great lesson for each one of us to draw from this entire incident is that one is leadership is required for the ummah. And this is what we desire. But when we desire leadership, then we also need to prepare ourselves to follow that leader. And preparations to follow that leader will come in this way. When we will come back to the tariqah and to the way of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when we will hold firmly to the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, fight against our temptations and our desires, and keep the akhirat as our focus and our goal, that one day we will have to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, 
One day we will have to render an account for all our actions and our deeds. And when we will keep this ahead of us, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's special help will come to us. Our enemies' resources will mean nothing. When the nusrat and the help of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will eventually come to the ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant all of us the tawfiq of understanding our goal and purpose in life. Make it easy for the rest of the ummah to come out of the difficulties that they are suffering from. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala appoint a leader for the entire ummah who will pave the way for the success and the progress of the ummah. Wa akhiru da'wana alhamdulillahi